everyone welcome back to another episode of the retro gamers podcast episode number 359 larry here and anthony here and what's going on sir how was your week Ah, uh, my week was uh it was weak okay uh, it was a, it was a, it was a busy busy week it was but... weak like not strong or just busy no no just a lot going on oh okay there's just just a lot there's a lot going on i'm gearing up for what's going to be an even busier february uh um, okay and uh yeah no just been a little crazy you know again part of the whole like owning a house now um you know like finding little jobs here and there jack was <laughs> jack was over last weekend and okay you know he started you know we started futzing around with my consoles oh geez. You know, i have all my consoles out okay and then he just made an entire list of things that i need and spouted <laughs> words i couldn't understand he's like oh yeah he's like you need you know you need, you need the dipsy do converter for the who's what's it and i'm like all right yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he sent me a bunch of links, and I'm like, okay, now I have a bunch of stuff to buy. What did um, you say, pal? Yep. Just make sure the ship to is his address. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's funny about it is that, like, his, you know, he's so knowledgeable with, you know, yep. stuff. And it's not just video games, because when he was walking around my house, he was pointing out things and explaining them. And I'm like, Whoosh. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I go, can I just call somebody? <laughs> this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. How much? Did you pay no, he's like, this he's like, wrong. oh, he's like, he's like, oh, you can fix this. And, you know, we'll just do this, this, and this to it. And I'm like, can I, can I call somebody? <laughs> I was I was like I was like I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a handyman. Oh. Uh, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to be one now that I have a house I guess. But um, but he's talking about oh yeah we'll just rip out that door frame and I'm like he's like I'll bring my jigsaw and I'm like I, I don't know about this <laughs> jigsaw. I look at you like wait a minute what I don't want to play and those only, games. I was just gonna say the <laughs> only the only jigsaw I know wants to play a different kind of game. So <laughs> we're not we're not gonna go there. Well, you're barely a few months into your home. Meanwhile, my parents have been living where they are after over 30 years, uh, already talking about having to fix this, that, and the other thing. So mm -hmm. I'm happy with just having an apartment. Nope. Hey, look, I did the apartment thing for a very long time. But I've been and in that, the same apartment. Well, yeah, that's well no. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> you win there <laughs> finally yes can i can i can i help it if i move a few times a few, <laughs> few dozen awesome well nevertheless well hopefully jack gave you some uh good advice what um anything with the systems though you were saying you broke out some systems or something yeah so broke out some systems you know uh we went through the we went through the poly mega um showed off the n64 module cool and um I was I was explaining to him how the uh, the memory cards on the Polymega still don't get recognized, uh, which I thought was a little bit weird. Like what when you, you so if you take your N sixty four memory card and put oh, it oh, into okay. the and plug it into your controller, yeah, it registers and it shows that it's been found. But if you try to use it on one of your games, it hmm. it doesn't show up. So a perfect example, like. I went into No Mercy, WWF No Mercy. No Mercy. Because, you know, I had unlocked everything in the game. Mm -hmm. So I just went to, you know, I went to the uh, options menu to access the memory card. And when I went there, it's like, oh, memory card not found. And I'm like, oh, that's mm -hmm. weird. So then I tried it on a couple of other games. Same story. Now, on the Polymega, there's an option where they have um, cheat codes. Yeah. And you can activate cheat codes that will do certain things. So in other words, like for No Mercy, oh, there's, I gotcha. a, there's a cheat code that unlocks everything. So I can do that and mm -hmm. be like, oh, okay, great. Everything's unlocked. 
I'm like, but I would still like to go back to some of my old saves for games yeah. like, you know, Super Mario 64 and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, other games that I've, you know, gotten a certain distance on. Totally. Um. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I just thought, um, you know, and, and I was looking it up with Polymega and I think other people have been having that That's issue. That's what I'm trying to well. do now. <laughs> yeah, other people have been having that issue as well. So I think. And a friend of mine who owns the Polymega says, yeah, they have to send an, uh, a patch update or a okay. firmware update. And I'm like, okay. Show up um, oh, and then I also, since we're talking about the Polymega, I have an update on my modules. Oh, okay. So, again, I was messaging my friend who has one. And I said, yeah, I go, you know, I ordered these modules at the end, you know, end of December. And, you know, they still haven't shipped yet. And Polymega was like touting online, like, oh, all pre-orders have been honored and everything's been shipped out. And I'm like, well, I don't have a shipping notice. So I said, so he's like, just shoot them an email. So I shoot them an email and I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on with my order? It was, you know, I sent it over a month ago and like 10 minutes, no, no, 10 (laughs) minutes later, they're like, oh, your order should be going, your order is, should be going out sometime this week. And then 10 minutes later, I got a shipping notice that it shipped. <laughs> they're like, no, honestly, they're like, is this the guy that used to email GameStop? Yeah, get his stuff out now. Yeah, they're like, get it oh, out man. now. They're like, oh, God, it's that guy. We heard his U-Haul story. Um, <laughs> yes, the, that's right. U-Haul. I about that. Heard, we heard the U-Haul story. Play quick send it. No, so apparently, <laughs> like, um, my friend told me, my friend Sean told me, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, it happened to me a couple of times with them, too. It's like something happens in their order system where, like, your stuff just gets Oh like, man, lost. Oops. Um, and they don't fulfill the order because he had to email them twice for orders, and once he emailed them, they shipped it out right away. Wow. So, so needless to say, the modules will be here uh, next weekend. Sweet. Good. It'll have you give you something to do. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of something to do, since I'm just gonna, I'm gonna roll right into do all it. Of this That's thing. all right. I'm cool. You know, transferring libraries over to my Polymega. Honestly, yeah. Um, I did a bit of a physical library overhaul this weekend. Okay. Um, because in my office area, there's a closet. It's one of those under the staircase closets, so it's got like that slope. Oh, to so it. you got a, a kid getting ready to go to wizarding school living there? Yes, basically. It's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should do that. Maybe I'll change the <laughs> closet. Oh, I didn't even rent it out. Like anyone getting ready to go to wizard school? Anyone getting? No, ready no, to I'll just right yeah, out? I'll rent it out. I'll Airbnb it. Um, so <laughs> that would be amazing, right? You know, one one closet. You may or may not receive a letter to Hogwarts if you stay here. <laughs> You're either going to get visited by guaranteed. An, you're either going to be visited by an owl with with a uh, envelope or a cat with some sort of vomit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which which happened at three in the morning on my bed last night. Oh, oh. I don't miss those days. No. So anyway, so getting back to my library, so um, I was trying to figure out because I don't like um, uh, I don't have any more room really to put a library out in my oh. office, but I Welcome have this- my world. Yeah, but I have this little closet over there. And I was like, oh, I was like, you know what? I go, I may have an opportunity to put my library in there um, if I get the right stuff, if I get the right things. So um, I did the Amazon thing, went, you know, went shopping. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share some images okay. of my new video game library. So if I share my screen properly, uh, you are going to see something. Hopefully. Oh, look at that. Yes. So, and wow. again, be- because of the slope. You'll mm-hmm, see it's mm-hmm. kind of diagonal. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so I bought these cubes that actually you can adjust how you want them. So okay. you can make them any way you want. So I did this little step thing. 
And uh, it, again, it's a small closet, so I can't get like a good full on mm -hmm. view of everything. But you can see there's room to go in on the side. And my entire video game library is now living in there. So here's so over here, you got my uh, my for those watching on YouTube, of course, my NES uh, collection. And then to the right of it, there is my Famicom and Super Famicom collection. Very cool. Which is really cool. You can see on the bottom, I just have my my couple of boxes. Yeah. Of, like, ps5 and stuff yeah. um and then we've got some super nintendo atari jaguar old atari 2600 wow. okay oh, the jaguar shelf also has like my um turbo graphics uh i just think my jo my joker's wild cdi is there that's like my nice that's just my hodgepodge shelf <laughs> i can tell ones. by the way things are just thrown yeah, into. yeah i was just like yeah <laughs> i was like I'll I'll take care of these later. Um, this is a little crooked, but got uh, got my N sixty four collection. Okay, Xbox Genesis, and then all the way on the bottom, it's a little blurry. Uh, Commodore sixty four. All my Ooh. floppies, all my floppies Did are living floppy? down there. Okay, uh, and then we got um, oh PS one up at the top here, and then oh wait, interesting N sixty four. Yep, uh, and then Xbox is underneath Buffy. Yep, you see Buffy there, and Great then of game. course PS4, PS3, PS2. Wow. Got some, got my GameCube, Wii, and Wii U all together okay. on that shelf. Um, so it did actually fit my entire, and then 360 is kind of underneath the yeah, original yeah. Xbox. So you got way more PS4 games than I thought you had. Oh, uh, yeah, no, my, you know what happened? I have a lot of PS4 and very few Xbox One because I switched over. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, because while I was going through my collection, I realized I'm like. I have a ton. I have a not a ton, but I have a lot of Xbox and Xbox 360 games. Mm -hmm. I don't have as many PS2 games as I thought I had because I was buying on Xbox and PS2 at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and then I have very few PS3s because I didn't own a PS3, but I have a ton of Xbox 360. But then when I bought Xbox One, I very quickly switched to PS4. <laughs> you changed your mind. I did, and I'm glad I did because I'm very happy with the PS4 and 5. Um, and also like a, not a, um, because exclusives were not, um, uh, a big deal back in the PS2 Xbox days. Like a lot yeah, of games definitely were just, not. very, were very few exclusives. So yep. like I would just choose which one I wanted. Agreed. On. Yep. Me too. Um, but now like, now it's just all like, you know, PS4, PS5, like that's my thing. No, that's, uh, I, I, I feel like that's life. You know what I mean? Like we're young. We don't care what kind of decisions we make. We'll just choose what we feel like. And then as we get older, we're like, you know what? I feel comfortable with this. I feel settled yeah. with this. Oh, so yeah, let, me, totally. let me go with it. That's why That's why I, if I had to choose right now, one system and one system only to keep for me would be the Switch. Because that's mm -hmm. what I'm getting everything on that I can get. Yep. So. Yeah. And see, for me, if I had to pick one, mm -hmm. I would go PS5. There we go. Um, yep. So, yeah. So did I did all of that this weekend, which was okay. great. So now when my modules show up next week, very easy access to all of my stuff so I can start transferring them over to the Polymega. Yeah, that shouldn't take that. There's an ASMR for you. Right? Just, Just listening to me transferring <laughs> stuff to the Polymega. Well, every once hours. in a while, why is this not loading? Yep. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, um, right. because Jack was here last weekend. Um, what we did, did he, he transform or turn into a robot? 
Well, yeah, no, not 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 so much that, but we did go um, video game shopping in the region, Ooh. in the Albany area. Okay, uh, and found myself uh, a new video game store. <laughs> There's a bunch up there, apparently. There are quite a few, actually. So you know, I've been to I've been to Shroomies. I've I been to J. Game. I've been to J Street Video Games. Okay, uh, and now uh, after last weekend, I went to um, Pastime Legends Video Game in Troy, New York. Okay. Uh, really cool little local store. Um, the people there, uh, super nice. Had a really great time talking to them about stuff. Um, so much so that um, I was talking to them specifically about, um, I wanted to get a copy of Seen It. Remember Seen It? For <laughs> yeah, oh, I do remember. Yep. Yeah. But I wanted the copy with the controllers. So yeah. I, you know, I asked them, I said, do you have a copy of this? And they said, you know what? We They looked it up in the system. They're like, we do. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't in their store. Apparently, they had a second store in Albany that they closed. So a bunch okay. of stuff is in store. So they put a lot in storage. So she told me, she said, give me your phone number. She's like, as soon as we find it, I'll call you. Mm. And you can, you know, just come back and buy it. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Uh, and she's also, she. I also asked her about TurboGrafx-16. And she said, we don't keep those here. But again, I'll call you when I have, when I. Interesting. At, when I find them. So I was like, all right. I was like making some inroads here. This is nice. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but of course, since we were there, did a little shopping. Of course. Um, and got some stuff. Why would you not? Yeah, so I'm gonna share some stuff. Excellent. This feels uh, weird. Gonna... I buy... That's a lie. I bought something, but yep. Oh, I didn't I didn't take the prices off of these things. Uh oops. Um, <laughs> so started with um what's funny is that Jack and I started going through the um the retro games that nobody buys from them. So we were like, because I was <laughs> that like, like a hey, bin. Well, no, I was like, yeah, they were like bins of stuff. Like they had a, they had a, like right in the front when you walk in, like kind of a, a for sale bin okay. of Atari 5200 games. Ooh. And they were like, yeah, we can't get anybody to buy these things. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> enter me. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the one I, I yeah, just, I didn't buy any 52. No love for the 52. Yeah. I didn't buy any 5200, but we, I did go through their uh, Sega Game Gear collection and I picked up a few things. Oh, nice. Uh, so I picked up Columns. Great game. game. Love that game. Yep. Excellent game. Uh, and then I picked up uh, Disney's Aladdin. Oh, very cool. Yep. Which is a cool game. Yep. Uh, and then because I didn't have any um, any of these on the Game Gear yet, so I grabbed Sonic 2. They had a bunch of these. Great. Yep. Yeah. Well, those are a dime a dozen. There we go. Yeah. They are a dime a dozen. And then also uh, Sonic Chaos. Ooh. Okay. I forgot that was on Game Gear. Why is my screen? Eh, it's just the way it holds. Yeah, it's right. weird. All right. As long as I look good. Yeah. Um, so pick those up. Very good. Look at you getting Game Gear games. Yeah. Wait, wait. And then there's more. Uh-oh. So uh, then I went the Super Nintendo route. Okay. And I picked myself up a nice copy of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. You did not already have that? I did I mean, not. Clearly not. Okay. I was very surprised that I did yeah. not have that. Um, and then, then I went. No, and then. And th- yes, and then um, I literally went all over the place. Like I was just wandering the <laughs> store. So then, then I went to uh, Sega Master System okay. since, we, since uh, our game of the week was about Sega Master yeah. System. Oh, here's their card, Pastime Legends video game. Ah, very cool. Very, very nice. Um, I picked up a really nice copy of Afterburner. Nice. Yes. A four-meg cart. No, unfortunately, no instruction booklet. Uh-oh. But, you know, but the cartridge looks good. There you go. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, that held up yeah. well. Yeah. Yep. So... Got a copy of Afterburner on Master System. Not done yet. Uh, and then my favorite, I always every time I see one, I have like I really just want to buy them all. 
<laughs> so and I had to I had to do it. So for Sony PlayStation, and I owned this game originally. I got rid of it. So I really just got it for posterity. Okay. It wasn't a great game, but I got a copy of Destruction Derby in the original box. Wow. Yeah, this is the, the long box. box. The yep. long box, and it's in great condition. Nice. And on top of that, I've got my instruction book. Oh, got everything. And the oops, oh! and, and then the game's dead. <laughs> so that that was destruction derby. Uh, <laughs> hence the hence the name. Yep. And then a little foam thing. Very cool. So that was really cool. And last but not least, Larry, I got one more thing. Oh. Wow, look at you. Holy cow. Yeah, I actually did a lot of shopping. Um, this one I had to get when I saw it there because we talked about it because we it was a game that we used to play all the time and we didn't understand why we played it <laughs> um so much, but we really enjoyed it and um I, I didn't realize I got rid of my, I must've gotten rid of my copy a long time ago, but that has been rectified. I now own PGA tour three <laughs> on the Sega Genesis. Yes. yes. I, none of us with the instruction booklet. Oh, beauty. Yeah, beauty. Excellent shape. Yeah. None of us play. I mean, I played golf one year in high school. Yeah. I don't even know why I did it, but I did. It. I tried and could not get on the team. You did, yes. Um, that was terrible. But beyond that, I mean, every once in a while, I'd go to like to a pitch and putt. But beyond that, yeah, we really like weren't involved into golf. But this game, I don't even know what's what even got one of us to play it. I have no idea, but I remember owning it. Oh, you know? oh my god, we would play it yeah. ad nauseum. Yeah, you know, play. You know, you know, you get to you get to play as such legends as you know Davis Love the Third and Mark O'Meara and Craig Stadler and Fuzzy Zoller. Hey, good, good, good old Fuzzy Zoller. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I, I was like, I was really excited to pick this one up because I'm like, no, that's oh, cool. Man. I was like, I wanted that for my. We did have fun with that. Holy cow! We had a lot of fun. So whenever, whenever you visit, we can do it again. We can. I got um, mine somewhere. So yeah. So pastime legends video game, really, really cool. Um, also, um, one really cool thing that I like about their, uh, store is they have a, they, you know, um, you can just sign up with, you sign up with them. Mm-hmm. So they keep a record of everything you buy, which is great. Cause. It's oh, something- okay. Kind of like, um, I feel like what, what was that in LA game dude? Uh, game dude. Yeah. Game dude. Did did that. That? Yeah. Yeah. So they, so, um, they, yeah. So they save your information. So there's a history of everything that you buy, mm-hmm. uh, because one of the deals that they have is that if you buy a used console from them, any mm-hmm. games you purchase for that console are automatically 10% off for life. Wow. What do you get? Like a card or something? No, it's in the system. Oh, you, oh, uh, no, you said that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and, wild. You know, yeah, and you know, I don't know, I don't know if I shared this story on the podcast or not, but in sadly, in one of one of my moves, one of my last two moves, I don't mm-hmm. know which one, um, <laughs> my PlayStation Four disappeared. You might have mentioned it in passing, but yeah, that's still have. that's st- well, I would say it stinks, but I, I know how that feels. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. So um, it stinks. I've definitely, I've definitely done the rounds of searching. Like I've literally mm-hmm. looked everywhere. I can't imagine any other place I haven't looked. <laughs> So, uh, like, it'll magically appear one day, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, well, that was stupid." Um, <laughs> but um, no, I'm pretty sure it's gone. Um, so I'm probably going to purchase uh, a PS4 from this store because then any okay. PS4 game I get after that will be 10 percent off. That well, that's big time for PS4, especially. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of stuff on PS4 I did not get, mm-hmm. um, and also I want a PS4 for my office down here to hook up my uh, PlayStation VR. Yes, I have, I have the space down here to actually play it. Oh, and, right. Yeah. And if I, you know, 
And if I'm uh, getting a little animated and jumping up and down, <laughs> it's the basement. So absolutely. Um, you can just real quick, you can follow Pastime Legends on Instagram at Pastime Legends. I'm nice. looking at them right now. Oh, they have an eBay store. Okay. Oh, yes, they did mention that. All right. I will be checking that out. Mm-hmm. Oof. You know, and when you come visit, we can we can do a uh we can on do location? a uh, well, we can do on we can do a tour. We can do a, oh, a, yeah. an Albany region tour of all the shops. Sounds good to me. And we'll, and we'll, and we'll get you to go broke. I got some good stuff here. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. No, their well, store is really nice. They have a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, no, it looks pretty sweet from their uh from their uh Instagram account. So mm -hmm. very, very good. All right, excellent. Good for you, my friend. Yes. Good stuff too. Thanks. Very, yeah, especially the game gear stuff. Yeah, very happy with the purchase. And the thing about the like the game gear, like game gear and Atari and like that type of stuff, like they literally they don't even have it out. They had to pull <laughs> they had to pull them out from like behind the counter because they were just in a bin. They're just like, yeah, for you. Now no, you feel obligated. Well, no, they're like, but well, they just said nobody really buys these, so they're here. And I'm like, oh, well, Jack and I just kind of <laughs> went to town. Well, we can change that. Jack pick up anything interesting? Do you remember? Uh, he did. He actually picked up um he actually picked up the Star Wars arcade game for the 32X. Ooh, in nice. box. Not, not even better. Holy cow. I was a little jealous he saw it first, but then I'm like, wait, I can't play 32X. <laughs> yes, you can. You uh, will come this week. The Genesis uh, module plays 32X. Oh, see? Now I got to go buy some. <laughs> um, well, and what's funny, too, is uh, um, to go back to the to my consoles, I was trying to play um, Sega Master System on the Retro Freak mm -hmm. uh, because it says that you can, yeah. but you have to buy another converter. An adapt, yeah. That's another the converter I bought, which made me realize, oh, this little unit is a piece of junk. No, no, no. I have the one that you say is a piece of junk. Oh, okay. Um, there's an another one on oh, top of there? that. Oh, is there? Yeah, because the... So what the hell did that one play? So that one played, uh, I think, U.S. Genesis games. Oh, oh that's right, because it was really more like... Yeah, yeah because yeah, there's the, right. there was the, the, the hookup on the Retro Freak was for Mega Drive, and then you needed yeah. the adapter for Genesis. But then you could get an adapter to put it. It was basically like a, a, a tower of power. No, I you get it. You could put yeah. an adapter into the Genesis one to play Master System. Okay, I got you. And I think what I found online, it was called the Power Base Mini, which I didn't know existed. And mm -hmm. they don't make it anymore. And now it's like a lot of money. But but because I'm doing the Poly Mega Switch, it doesn't matter. Very true. Well, you know, not for nothing. If you go to Staten Island, uh, you might find one in the, in the garbage there. Uh, that's very true. Check out the dump. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to get right into what we're going to be talking about here today. Mm -hmm. um, almost a little bit of a piggyback on what we talked about a couple weeks ago, but you weren't here uh, when yep. me and Felix were talking. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there's been a lot of consoles, a lot of game series that when they first came out and, you know, when they were present back in the day, Mm -hmm. It might not have gotten a lot of love. Um, some might even gotten pretty popular, but then they kind of fell off the planet. Um, so because I want to discuss a little bit with you as well, um, the topic that me and Felix had, uh, not only games that basically, you know, looking for a, itching for a new game in the series, but there might be like even a console or two. And there's one in particular that we're not going to mention this week no, um, not. That, that could probably use a little dusting off and maybe try again. Yes. 
Absolutely. With the exception of the one that we're not going to be talking about, because that one doesn't deserve anything. No, it's not because I don't want except to talk it belong- about it. No, except it belongs in the dump in Staten Island How with your retro you- freak. How dare you, sir? Some of the best games came out on that thing. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're going to get into some of this stuff here and we're going to kind of get right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I want to start off with some consoles. And I feel like with this part, because, you know, as time goes on, obviously, as we move forward, mm-hmm. things get better, graphics get better. So some, you know, consoles have to be left behind, unfortunately. Yes, they do. But with today's day and age uh, and, and the obviously these last few years of the the um, the, the rebirth of retro, if you will, um, the, the love of some of these old systems are obviously back in the forefront. Um, in fact, I've even picked up I got a couple new NES games from Retrobit, uh, the nice. Hammer and Harry series one and two. Cool. Very that cool. play on the uh, NES. So um, but I, you know, looking back at some systems that I think. Even in today's day and age, where you have something like the Atari twenty six hundred plus, you know, uh, or, or analog putting out Polymega putting out new clone systems, mm-hmm. um, I think some systems are due for a real good kind of rebirth. And one of the ones that I feel like, which they've started to release some games for new systems. Don't get me wrong, I would love to see someone bring back the three DO. Wow, interesting. It's a system I never owned. Same. Um, yeah, it's a, I, I, I actually, funny enough, I don't think I own a 3DO game. I think the only one I have is like a Philips CDI game. And I thought about this. I'm like, would mm-hmm. I choose a Philips CDI or a 3DO? And Ooh, f- interesting. Right? But I feel like Philips CDI has too many misses with it than the 3DO did. Oh, interesting. In my opinion. Right. Um or maybe it's just you know uh, you know bad karma how they ruined a couple of great Nintendo franchises. Well, yeah. See, I would get the CDI for like two reasons: um, uh, Mario and Zelda. I would mm-hmm. want to play those games on it. Not to mention my Joker's Wild. Yes. Um, but uh, I would just want to play those games. I know they're going to be terrible, but <laughs> but at the same time, again, not to bring it up because I've been bringing it up the whole show. Maybe one day the Polymega will get CDI support and 3DO support. Oh, yeah. Who knows? You know, things. Are, and a lot of these, like I said, like plumbers don't wear ties. Um, I think is yep. on pre-order or the pre-order just closed on limited run, but it'll be available digitally soon. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, that, yes, I currently, it's currently on the way to me. Oh, you you ordered it? I ordered the physical uh, copy. Uh, uh, nice. Yes. Nice. Trust me. I, I can't wait. I can't wait I can't, to get it digitally. I cannot wait to play the awfulness that is that game. <laughs> Again, some games are so bad, they're just good. Or no, they're just bad, but you play them anyway. <laughs> um, so, and, and I know, and you know, looking at the, 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 the 3DO list of games, a lot of these games were available mm-hmm. on other consoles, you know, such as Night Trap, Myst. Um, but just the system itself, I, I think, would be cool. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, some of the games that they can bring back, um, like if we got like an original version yeah. of plumbers don't wear a tie or something like don't wear ties. Um, but still, I would love to see the 3DO um, okay. come back in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And I think that was the issue with the 3DO because like I'm just looking at the game list. A lot of these games came out on other systems. So there was True. like no. So like there was no real need to run out and get it. And not only that, but the system debuted at like $700. Oh, it was pricey so, back then. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. If you had to choose between that and say, you know, uh, well, at the time, when did it come out? Like 93? 94. 
94. We got it October of 90. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We got it October of 93. I apologize. Yeah, October of 93. Yeah. So it did it did jump the gun for certain. Like, like in other words, this predated PlayStation, mm -hmm. right? And it yeah. also predated Saturn. And usually the first in the market, eh, you know, they're the ones that are working out the bugs. Yeah. And at that time, Sega and Nintendo were so popular mm -hmm. and going head to head that this I can see this easily getting lost in the shuffle because everybody is like, well, it's not Sega and it's not Nintendo, yeah. as we all saw, like Atari fail when they came out with like, oh, we have the first 64 bit system with the Jaguar and it went nowhere because everybody's like, well, your name is not Sega or Nintendo. <laughs> so and then Sony came in and completely destroyed Sega. Uh, so True. yeah, so, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's when you look back at the list of games, it's, it's not a system that you needed, you needed to get because these games were all on other systems, but because it came out in 93, a lot of these things may have come out on the 3DO first, which is kind of interesting. True. And I also feel like it might be the last, you know, back in the day with Atari, Coleco and television, Yep. you know. The, there were multiple systems available. Like, it just wasn't coming out from one company. Right. You know, like, there were, like, three or four. And I feel like the 3DO might have been one of the last systems where you saw, like, three or four different units on sale almost mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I and I will say this. I want I want to get a couple of games on the 3DO now that I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading this <laughs> list because some of the titles have in parentheses next to them. This is a list on Moby games. Okay. Uh, it has the not safe for work, the NSFW. There were a few, yeah, yeah. Like Psychic Detective, and another one called Hell, a cyberpunk thriller. I'm like, <laughs> just that title makes me want it. And of course, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties is also not safe for work, which <laughs> is kind of awesome. So, um, so yeah, all right. So 3DO, it makes a you make a. You make a yeah, solid argument for enough it. Enough games to be able to come out on. Yeah, it, yeah. well, because essentially, like it was. 3DO, Jaguar, and 32X were kind of the three that came mm -hmm. out together where they were fighting for the 30, really the 32-bit yeah. market. Because even though the Jaguar said it was 64, it wasn't. Yeah. It was really 32. Okay. So. Um, all right. So that's a solid, that's a solid one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, I went back and forth on, con I went back and forth on consoles on what I, would I want to see mm -hmm. come back. And again, I wanted to go, obviously we're going with the ones that, that failed, not ones where it's with like, console, oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say like, I want a Commodore 64 again. And because maybe, was... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I, I, I was going to say maybe not as much because, you know, in 2024, yeah, you, you know, I just thought about it. You know, some of this stuff may not is not workable in 2024, just meaning it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But maybe as much as they failed where, you know, maybe we would have loved to have seen it continue because I have a couple on my list that are just pure trash, not meaning garbage, just meaning what was it? But if they yeah. gave a little more love to them, I think they could have been something. Yeah. So. Just yeah. So thing on it. Yeah. So my. My system that I'm going to go with is kind of a, I really do think it's a no brainer. Okay. Because it's of all the consoles that failed, mm -hmm. the one that I do think had the best potential to become really amazing would have been the Sega Dreamcast. Yes. Because I mean, they I, do, I mean, uh... they, it is considered a commercial failure despite the fact that, you know, we loved it, right? Absolutely. We loved it. it. 
it had it had really great support in terms of like game. They had uh, over 600 games were released on it. So it's not like it didn't that have many. a lot. Of... I never really realized it was that many. Yeah, there were over 600 games released on it. Um, granted, yeah, and it lasted a couple of years, but it was considered a commercial failure because it could not catch on in the market. Once the PlayStation 2 came out, it just destroyed it. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 and Xbox, Microsoft yeah. Xbox. Um, and it really had nowhere to go. And the biggest problem with um, the Dreamcast was also third-party support wasn't there for it. Which is weird because you feel like it almost seemed you would think like through the Mandela effect that it was supported. Well, right. And Sega was the master of third-party support. Like that mm-hmm. was their thing. Like, you know, what Nintendo strived on their first-party games. Sega went out and got a lot of third-party support. Mm-hmm. Um, this one just, it, for some reason, support just kind of fell off <laughs> and there was nothing that could be done at that point but i remember again i mean i'm I'm looking at my dreamcast right now as we're talking (laughs) about it and i absolutely love that thing um the sonic adventure games on there sonic adventure one and two outstanding worth it alone to me worth it alone um the um the uh the 2k games that came out nfl 2k nhl that's what i'm talking about as far as third party yeah yeah like when they had some third when they had third party support it was great um you know, and then the and then of course the Sega games that are always kind of funky, yeah. like um, Space Channel Five, which I just <laughs> I just yes. loved playing through. Mm. Uh, I never I never bought the sequel, and I wish I did. It's worth like a ton of money, I think. Oh, know. nice. Uh, but stuff like that. It had Crazy Taxi. It had um, um, what are the other games that I had? It had it had really like it had one of my favorite horror games at the time called Ill Bleed, which yes. is another hard one to find. Yep. Um, and then, of course, the wrestling games that we played on it. We played Royal oh, Rumble. The ECW great. games were on yep. there. Uh, the Tony Hawk games. The Tony. Oh, amazing. yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I owned on Dreamcast while everybody else had it on PlayStation. Because <laughs> I, I 1964. <laughs> yeah, see? Well, you have the worst version. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like what they had a bunch of different games on there a uh, marvel capcom marvel versus capcom 2 mm-hmm. oh um, my god that was the definitive huge. the definitive yeah. home version was on the dreamcast mm-hmm. so how is this thing a failure then yeah it just i don't know it just just weird. Uh, I, yeah i i was really upset when they got rid of when the dreamcast was discontinued because i mm-hmm. was really i was buying a bunch of games and had they not if they continued to have support like the PS2 and the Xbox, I may not have gotten those. That's or true. if I got if if I got those, I still possibly would have been playing games on the Dreamcast instead mm-hmm. because it was just such a really good system. I hear you. Yep. I and don't, and don't forget the um the online support. You know, there's a for the yes. Dreamcast. You forget about that kind yeah. of. Yeah. It had the you know it had the uh, Ethernet. Yep. That, uh, adapter in there yep. so that you can go online. I mean, it's just awesome stuff. Uh, oh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, another one. That I know that's on one of your Dreamcast. favorites. Yeah, yeah, I love that game, and it was only on the Dreamcast at the time. Yep. At, at least I think that's my recollection. Yeah, I think the PS2 version came out a little later. The PS2 version came out later, but right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but um, I loved it on the Dreamcast. So, <laughs> uh, and Nemesis, I think Resident Evil Three Nemesis, I played on the Dreamcast as well. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so it that's definitely the one I had like I had to go with because I have so many great memories playing that system. <laughs> uh and I would uh, yeah, I would love to see that come back around. Okay. You know, it never will, but 
you know. Well, uh, again, uh, and and in this fit, we can also talk about how like just to have the availability again to play on modern televisions and everything. You know, the Polymega. I feel like that's like right up there for an update for the Dreamcast. It should be. So, who knows? It should be like it should be the next system to go on there. <laughs> if not, like that or like PS2 should be on there next because yeah, they already have they already have PS1. They do, which I'm still shocked. Yeah. And. Um, Here's the other thing with them too. I mean, they have uh, they have Nintendo support too. So will GameCube wind up on there? Well, uh, be careful with that term support. <laughs> um, I know well, what you no, mean, though. They I know make, what you mean. No, but they make the modules. You're right. So, that's yeah. That's what it yeah. is. The old backwards capability or whatever. Yes. Uh, uh, um, no, not back. What do they call that? Reverse engineering, almost. Reverse engineering. Um, so, but yeah, nevertheless, it, GameCube would be interesting though. But you'd lose all those little discs in the system. <laughs> Oh yeah, those tiny little discs. Yeah, <laughs> you need you need a top down, top down on it. So like, I was watching. That'd be fun. I was watching a video. I I didn't get the video. I don't know why I was watching because it, it annoyed me. But I was watching a video like top ten, um, like experiences of CD, like putting CDs in or taking CDs out of video games. Very weird. Very weird. But like number three was a GameCube because not only was it a top loader. But it had the eject button on it, so you hit nice. the middle of it and it popped the disc out, as opposed to having to yank it out sometimes from some of these systems. All right, that's kind of awesome, though. <laughs> uh, all right, very cool. Yeah, Dreamcast again. Still have no idea why it's a commercial failure, but nevertheless. Mm -hmm. All okay. right, so th this one I'm going to mention, and I know that it is such a terrible system, but you know me, I love my terrible systems. And you, I thought we weren't going to talk about that one. We're not talking about that one, but the one I mentioned. A lot of people think it piggybacked off of that one, but it really didn't. It was its own thing. Okay. And it was made by Tiger Electronics. And let's face facts. We love those Tiger Electronic games, no matter how bad they were. Those are the little ones, yeah. The little great. LED LCD ones. Oh, my yeah. God. But they eventually came they out with, with what was called the R-Zone. Do you remember the R-Zone? No. It I was don't. you wore it on your head with, as it was a headband. And there was a piece in the middle that would hang down in front of your eye. It almost mm -hmm. looked like Universal Soldier. And the games came on cartridges. They were still LCD games. But they came on cartridges that you put in the system. And you played off of the eyepiece that's right here in front of you. It wasn't 3D. Oh, but it played right off of this. Um, the list of games, though, that was available for it... A very, like a two and a half handful of games, including a couple of Mortal Kombat's, mm -hmm. um, a couple Batman games, um, Road Rash, uh, Panzer Dragoon, just to name a few of these top, you know. Um, wow, Panzer. Yeah. A couple of Star Wars games. And nice. then some canceled games for it would have been Alien versus Predator. A Godzilla game was canceled for it. Oh, wow. Uh, a Sonic game was canceled for it. Okay. And and you know when you look it up and you look at the R Zone uh, and and a uh, one of the better episodes of Angry Video Game Nerd is when he did the episode about Tiger Electronics, and he mentions the R Zone and it is hysterical in the system. But again, it just kind of like you know this piece just hangs in front of your eye, and I don't know because I love the Tiger game so much and I never had an R Zone, and I wish I did have it mm -hmm. to have just to have like a Tiger game that had interchangeable cartridges to me, and I think it's still played in red. It might have still played, uh, <laughs> but at least it was a headband. So at least it actually held on your head. Yeah. No excuse there. So, 
Uh, and you probably went cross-eyed at one point because there's only one lens. It was purposely only one oh, lens. Interesting. But it was far enough in front of your eye that you can kind of focus both. Okay. But you probably look really weird playing it. Um, I would love to see that come back. Like, because Tiger games have co come back. Um, uh, I don't have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I have seen them. This is a new, a newly released Tiger electronic game that I have. Oh, Transformers. I see a little ear popping into frame. Yeah, so um, I've been. Uh, I, I, my cats like to spend time with me down here now, so <laughs> I have to. So I have to. I have to drag over the cat tower when I'm at the computer. Otherwise, they walk on the desk. So that was amazing. How you just pulled her in. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, right? Say hello. That is amazing. So All right. Is, so this, this is how I work now. Re I, I, it almost looks like you're getting ready to do a ventriloquist act. Yeah, basically. Hello. <laughs> hello. What? Hi. She's like, can you, what are you doing? Can you please yes. leave me alone? Well, now she's on the show. <laughs> um, This is a, I think like 2020 or 2021 uh, copyright. There. 2020. So yeah. So if new Tiger Electronic games are coming out, mm -hmm. let's see a new R zone. Let's play some new games on that. Uh, No, let's not. <laughs> That's just not. No. But that's where I'm at with that one. Um, okay. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, I I really just kind of stuck to the one. I mean, okay. uh, well, you know, another one, we're going to go back. A, we're going to go back a ways. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, we're again, we're looking at, um, we're looking just at a quick Wikipedia list mm -hmm. of um, commercial console failures. Yeah. Uh, and one of the ones in the column that uh, I loved and I never owned, but a friend of mine owned it. And I remember as a kid always going over and playing it mm -hmm. um, that I needed to get a copy of it. And it's something that we both want in our retro collections. Uh, and it's the Vectrex. I I saw that on the list as well. Yep. Again, another one I didn't think was a failure. It but was. I would, you're right. I would love that's my new well, holy grail is a it, it released like not that long before the video game crash. So that's why it failed. Yeah, you're right. No, that's true. Yeah, that's it true. didn't yeah. get the opportunity to really get a hand, you know, true. a hold of the, the, of the market. Mm -hmm. So, and it's something like whenever we go to a convention, we're always looking, we're always looking for it and we're always seeing it and it's always like a lot of money. So it is fair. Yeah. And it came when it was released. It was only $200. Oh, well, $200. But all right. So it was released. I just saw this released in November of 82 here in the US, yep. which is $200, which today is like, oh, that's nothing. No, that but in nothing. 2022, that would have been $600. So it was yes. a very pricey system. Yes. Yeah. It was a pricey system. Um, but at the same, you know, at the same time, it's like uh, it, the design of it was always cool. I loved how like compact it was. Yeah, all in one, um, literally uh, all in all one. in one. You just yep. played it on the screen. Um, yep. The controller was like the controller, kind of like sunk, like it, did, it right fit into, into the, yeah, it fit it right fit into, into the, the bottom. The yeah, so it looked like a small, it just looked like a mini TV. It did, you know, except it was um um uh vertical. What do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I can't think of the term. You always say it when you flip your oh, switch. Tape. Tate or Tate, like, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's like playing yeah. it in that mode. Yeah, basically, um, you know. And there was a. I remember specifically there was a game I always played at my friend's house called Clean Sweep, which was like a Pac-Man style game. It was like a oh, okay. style game, and it was just so much fun. I absolutely loved playing it. Um, 
I would love to get um I would love to get this uh uh a Vectrex in my collection. Oh yeah, that's clean sweet. Um, Here's the thing with Vectrex, like a lot of these systems we're talking about, yeah, you can probably get it like on a ROM or an emulation or like if some yeah. like a, a you know the the R the R zone collection coming out for the PlayStation 5. But of course to me the Vectrex, the only way to truly play Vectrex and get that experience is on a Vectrex because mm. of the way that those vector graphics just popped. My cat is not interested well, in this even, conversation. I didn't even. <laughs> she has. Wow. She, she has literally turned her back to us on she camera. Sure did. She's like, I'm done. What? All right. If you I'm, don't, if you don't want to be on the show, you just have to say that. Nah, 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 we'll just nah, move nah, you nah, out. Nah. Right. <laughs> And then you go there, and I'll put the camera back on me. Yeah, <laughs> now look at her. She's like, what she's did like, you just do? She's like, what did you do here? Go, go. There you go. Go over there. <laughs> oh, we got some weird animals, folks. Yes, we do. Uh, all right. No, Vetrex is amazing. Amazing pull. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think, uh, well, I mean, do you have any other ones? I have where one just more. Like, I wish they would bring it back. One more system. And... Again, I, it doesn't work in 2024, but I, I I wish I even had one back then. But mm -hmm. it'd be cool to bring it back because I'd love to play some of these games. I would have loved to see the N-Gage really continue on. I knew you were going to say that because I saw it on the list. <laughs> um, yes, I know today's day and age, all of our phones are game systems, so it's very mm -hmm. easy otherwise. But, you know, especially back then to have the the well at least with the second generation of the engage made it a whole a whole lot easier to do mm -hmm. but to have interchangeable games on your cell phone that was also a handheld system mm -hmm. again back then wild to see uh in the early 2000s but i would love to see this even if even if nokia was to put out like a modern version of the of the engage where like it was i mean we all have Obviously, we'll have cell phones and, you know, let's face that, you know, kids back in the day, sometimes you got a cell phone just based on the design. And that was your like stat. That was your social status. Oh, yeah. The design of your phone. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I remember the first designer phone, quote unquote, I wanted was I remember they sold. I saw they were selling the phone from the Matrix as an uh, actual cell phone. I remember that popped up or something. Yep. So, it was really cool. But then the iPhone comes out. I'm not saying this because I have an iPhone, but the iPhone came out and then that became the standard look. Samsung looks like that. All these phones nowadays look like that. Um, funny enough, I am seeing, though, a lot of like Kickstarters and and other companies trying to go back. They're almost like, hey, you know, step away from the everyday social life. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to put out like old school type phones, which is pretty funny. But to see Nokia even put out a modern version of the N-Gage where it's a cell phone, but it it has controllers on it. Because mm -hmm. to me, I've always had issues playing games on cell phones with the touchscreen. It just never, it's not the same as having right. a physical, but to have that built in, in some sort of way, I think would be really cool, even in 2024. Okay. Doesn't have to have interchangeable games. You know, those obviously would be downloadable or in the right. cloud, however you want to do it. But uh, still, I would like to see that move on. So Engage always held a, 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 a little piece of my heart that I never owned. So <laughs> all right, that's fair. So we'll see about that. Uh, but yeah, those are systems. But there's mm -hmm. some games that you'd like to see come out. And these don't have to be failures. Just maybe like something that's coming up. 
No, I think um, like if I was going to pick a like I was trying to think of a franchise that's been gone for a really long time that I would love to see come back. Like that's mm-hmm. the one that I really want to uh, want to yeah. focus on. And there were only there were two that popped in my head. One was um, Alex Kidd, which never really wow. which never really got off the master system. It is hysterical you say that because just yesterday I was talking to Mario and he was like, you know what to do for a new game? Alex Kidd. Yeah, as no joke, he said that on his own. So that's wild that you mentioned that. Okay. Yeah, Alex Kidd was uh, Alex Kidd is always one of the ones that I think of because Alex Kidd I think was the answer to Mario for Sega. Okay, before, I can see that before Sonic. Yep, yep. Before they came up with Sonic, I think Definitely Alex Kidd Sonic. was going to be the franchise, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a fun. It's just they're fun side scrolling games, um, and I would just love to have seen where that could have, uh, how that could have uh, translated. Mm-hmm. As they continued on to, you know, Genesis and mm-hmm. Saturn and so on and so forth. That's definitely one that sticks out in my mind. Um, and then the other franchise, which um, I haven't seen, hasn't been seen since the PlayStation 2, actually, um, is the Clock Tower series that I love. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. The first two games were on PlayStation 1, and then the second one was on PS2, and then the third one was on PS2. Mm-hmm. And the third one took a, an actual... Um, it actually changed the format from the first two where it was like a third person okay. um, game, but it was still fun to play through. And I just loved the survival horror aspect of it because it played out kind of like a movie, almost the way if you know the way until Dawn plays. Okay. Yes. Or the quarry yeah. on PS4, PS5, mm-hmm. where um, the choices you make dictate how the game progresses that's what clock tower was it was a story and the choices you made dictated which ending you were going to get and there were like 12 different endings or something like that okay. that's a crazy number of endings so um i really loved that series and of course i'm a big horror fan so it's kind of close to the top of my list of a franchise i would love to see make a comeback very cool one game i think is due for a re-release um and and uh, I wish I mentioned this originally um, a couple weeks ago, but I and I just played it for the first time just this week, actually. Oh, wow. Because it's on uh, when I um, updated the my analog pocket and everything and some ROMs went on it uh, of very old games. One of these was on there that I totally missed. Nintendo's first foray into arcades, Radar Scope. Oh wow! Have you okay. ever played? Have you ever properly no, played Radar Scope? I've never properly played that game. And the short story, but I know it. The, yeah, short story of it is Radar Scope came out in Japan, did fairly well. They tried releasing it in the U.S., flopped tremendously, and then they gave the job to some guy in Nintendo, happened to be named Shingiro Miyamoto, and they're like, "Do something with this." And out come well, it was going to be Popeye, but out comes Donkey Kong. Yeah, and he they took, were he took all those arcades and yep, Donkey Kong, and out. he yep. and he was able to retrofit these Radar Scopes into Donkey Kong. But the actual Radar Scope game, I played literally for the first time, like I said this week. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's an amazing game, but it definitely it's fun. It's a fun game. It has like um like a, a Space Invaders meets Galaga or Galaxian kind mm-hmm. of feel to it. Um, and I would love to see, even if it just even if they just re-release the original arcade. What the heck? Just do yeah. it. Uh, I would love to see a modern version of Radar Scope. And um, very happy to play it. Now that I know that I own it, I'm gonna be playing it some more. Nice. But uh, yeah, definitely radar scope. And if I may mention just one more real quick, yep. um, uh, Metal Slug. Oh wow! I okay, would love to see a new modern Metal Slug, which 
okay i know they put out just recently maybe a couple years ago like uh like metal metal slug tactics if you will i don't remember the name of it mm -hmm. but it played like a tactics game uh, okay um, you want uh, like the you want the og like style a proper yeah yeah uh and and they called it metal slug tactics oh it didn't come out yet i thought it did yeah. there you go it's in development but in any event i'm talking about like an original version type of metal slug yeah. so i think that'd be cool to see um i tried to think of other ones like i was actually researching stuff like um but it, I wound up researching franchises I didn't continue with, as opposed to ones that didn't have, like the <laughs> like the Shining Force series. That I'm oh my for. gosh, there so been, many though. There have been so many yep. games in the Shining series that yep. it's crazy. And I'm like, okay, I was like, I need to get back on the wagon and play my Shining games, like Shining <laughs> Force Three, which I was dying to get forever, and now I've had it for years and it's just sitting there. I know, same um, with me. Yeah, so I definitely got a. I definitely got a, uh, so some like that would be. I'll put that in the category of franchises I need to pick up again, and Fair. shining and shining force. The shining force one is at the top of my list. Fair enough. Um, in terms of ones that uh, no longer exist, I don't think there were any others that came to mind um, off the top of my head. Like the, like I tried to stick to like in my brain, what's the first thing that pops in my head. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go that route instead of like kind of diving into a well. Cause it's like, if I couldn't think of it immediately, then it, obviously it's not as important to me. Mm -hmm. So um, okay. those would be the two then clock tower and Alex kid. Sounds good. Well, I think that's a very good uh, uh, handful of lists of games and systems that we'd love to see, you know, come back or maybe hopefully would have been stretched out a little bit more. So mm -hmm. um, good stuff. Good stuff. And of course, for those of you out there um, might have an opinion on that, maybe a system or a game, that you would love to see, you know, um, happen in that fashion as well. And where can they hit us up with that info? Uh, you guys can hit us up on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You X. can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube at Retro Gamers Podcast. You can also watch us on Spotify at Retro Gamers Podcast. Yes. Or you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. So much stuff going on outside. I'm getting distracted. I mean, but anyway. yeah, don't don't get distracted. We gotta <laughs> we gotta continue. We are. Don't worry. They will be editing afoot. Uh, all right. So now it's time, folks. Let's get into it. Our game of the week. Yes, our game of the week, and it was my choice last. It week. It was, and it was a good one too. It, it was. It was a. It was a more fun than I realized. Um, because the Nintendo version was just terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, so God, yeah. So uh, I selected ghostbusters for the sega master system yes ghostbusters on the sega master system a game that we both own um well one of the few games like you mentioned last week that you own and um i i gotta be honest with you, even though i owned it i never really sat down and played it i played the nes game okay. and yes trash now the concept is the same between yes. the two actually the concept seen between a, a lot of those versions of uh ghostbusters but the sega master system just visually looks better than all of them uh plays better than all of them especially on the last level uh mm -hmm. or next to last of the staircase level the staircase um, level and when because i haven't played it in forever when you picked it and i and i popped it in to play it i didn't not as much forget how to play it but i just kind of forgot the concept of how to play it okay and the concept boils down to basically you go around the city you're you're fighting ghosts you're, you're catching ghosts i should say um but really you're trying to turn a profit so yes. it's really a money managing game as opposed to a paranormal activity game a little bit <laughs> so and what you do is you start off you get you get ten thousand dollars you're a franchisee mm -hmm. you get 10 grand to start with first you have to pick your car 
Um, and there's four of them, one of which looks very familiar. Yes. Uh, and then you load up your car with uh, different items that were not in the movie, yes. uh, such as, you know, bait, uh, a PKE meter, PK meter, which was there. Um, yep. My favorite, the ghost vacuum. The ghost uh, vacuum is the best. I just vision it on sit on top of Ecto one. Yes. And then again, you go around the city having to fight ghosts. Um, it's a very simple game once you figure out how to properly play it. It mm -hmm. also can be a short game. Just because it's short doesn't mean it's bad. But I totally forgot how to play it. So I got to admit, when I played two times through, I did not make, which I find hysterical, I did not make enough money to be able to enter the uh, the final board. Oh, the final board. <laughs> So, yes. which I think is hysterical because it's like what, like Stay Puft is sitting there, like waiting to collect money off of you. I think you got to make ten grand to be able to get into it. Yes. Uh, plus, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man just destroyed everything, and nice. for every building he knocks down, that's four grand that you're losing. Yes. So you got to um, be quick in the game. You got to be quick in the game, and there's a reason for the ghost bait. Actually, now that I realize, um, because I did after I was done playing, I won't lie, I did kind of. Not a a walkthrough, but almost like an instruction book on how to yeah. how to properly play. And now that I know how to do that, I'm going to give it another college try and see what I can do. But still, the game itself is just very very fun. Uh, shockingly enough, the most fun I have is the driving sequence. But uh, that yes. is what it is. Um, but I enjoyed playing it, and it really did wipe away the memories of the NES version. Yes, uh, I, and it should because that NES version was. Oof. <laughs> uh, uh, I remember actually playing this game on the Commodore 64 too. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember playing it there and I remember, and I owned and still own the NES version, which mm -hmm. I hated. <laughs> um, playing the Master System version was a breath of fresh air. Yes. Um, what I did love about it, you talked about the graphics being better, the audio being better, all of it, like everything was better on the Master System. Yep. One of the, one of the big upgrades that I found that just, it's a it's a small upgrade, but it was cool. Was that um, the keymaster and the gatekeeper, right? Mm -hmm. They Dana and Lewis yep. on the master system were walking around yes. the city. I loved seeing that going on on the screen. <laughs> yep. Um, the other thing I liked on the master system version was when you go to fight the ghosts. Mm -hmm. They had a they had two different versions of ghosts. They the did. They did. They had. They used Slimer mm -hmm. as some of the ghosts that you can catch, whereas in the Nintendo version, you just had that one yellowish kind of ghost. Well, if you remember, also, I mean, the yellow, the the yellow ghosts were in the Sega Master System, but you had both that and Slimer. No, no, that's what I mean. Oh, I'm sorry, were, I misunderstood. Yeah, there okay, was a, there were at least two different. Yes, two. Di there were two different ghosts, and I like the fact that they pulled yes. Slimer from the movie. And oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I thought that I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, playing through it was really fun. Um, because I played through the game before, I I still had an understanding on how to play it. Okay. Um, so you know, using the using the bait and the vacuum yep, and all yep. those things. Um, the one disappointment for me with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the game, um, or the that he was very part, short. Well, 
not only was he very short, but when you get to the final building to go up the mm-hmm. stairs, all you basically have to do is like you have to just sneak by him. You do. And it's very because he's just he's he's jumping back and forth, blocking the entrance. (laughs) And I'm like, well, wait, you're supposed to be as tall as the building. You shouldn't just be like one story tall. And why are you (laughs) jumping back and forth? You know, it's just uh, but again, you know, they were trying to figure out how to use him in an 8 bit video game. And that's what worked. So Um, what about the stairway level, especially the difference between the master system and so much easier to get through not only easier. Go ahead. Walking walking up the steps in the Nintendo version was torture. It was torture. It was torture. Terrible. At least, and also the Master System version made it fun. Because in the NES version, you just had to walk up and avoid the ghosts. At least in the Master System version, you're actually shooting Shooting. them. Like, you're actually fighting them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then as you climb up, um, yeah, so you get to shoot them so you don't lose all of your energy before you you face Gozer. Yep. and then the and then the Gozer and then the Gozer um, showdown was uh, was really cool. What I love though in the Master System game, and I don't remember this in the Nintendo version okay. or not, but her name isn't Gozer in the Master System game. So it it's either a translation issue or they just did it wrong in all of them. And I got to go back and look. Well, but it is weird because it does her, say to enter Zool. No, it, it's to enter Zool, but yeah. when you fight her, her name is Gorza. G O R Z A instead of Gozer. Yeah. And it was so much, so much that like after I was done, I went online because mm-hmm. I was like, wait, have I been saying her name wrong all of this time? <laughs> and I went online and I'm like, no, 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 it's Gozer. They were just wrong. So bad <laughs> translation. Now, oh, well. again, is this a game that I would put like on a top 10 list ever? No. Um, I would never put this as a top 10 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a game worth playing? Eh. There are there are a lot of other better games you can play. Um, if you if you happen to be a fan of games based on movies, you know I think it's worth just giving it a a, a, mm-hmm. a run. But otherwise, like it's not a game like it's not a game I would ever recommend somebody play. <laughs> Yet you recommended it for game of the week. I well remember part of game of the week is so <laughs> that we run the gamut True. of different games on different consoles and stuff, and that was my. That was the only Sega Master System game outside of Hang On that I could remember that I had. Hang On. Awesome. So, um, and now, like, my, I, I mean, I've now upped my collection. I have four Uh-oh. Master System games. Look out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's why I picked it because I wanted to play something that wasn't Nintendo because we always seem to pick Nintendo. It does. Um, no, no, no. I know. Well, then I'm, you're not going to be happy with my choice. Yeah, I know, but I also had the console sitting out there, and I was like, this is a perfect opportunity for me to play my Sega Master System. So that is why I picked that game. Cool. If I had Alex Kidd, I would have picked Alex Kidd. And I <laughs> actually, now I need to pick up the Alex Kidd games. Fair enough. Now that they're top of mind. Yeah, there should be some sort of collection. I wish there was. I don't think there is. Uh, I mean, it's cool to own the originals, but... Yeah, uh, you know I me. Mean, I, I like to grab the OGs when I can. I'll take a good collection if I could. I thought there was a collection released on Nintendo. At some point, no, that would wonder the Wonder Boy collection came out. Oh, okay, but not. I don't think there's an Alex Kidd collection. There's Alex Kidd games, but not a collection. Uh, I thought there was an Alex Kidd. Co- Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna look at this now. Uh, <laughs> really quickly, there was um, Alex oh, Kidd's Ale- available. They did they did Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. Yeah, so on Switch, PS4, oh, PS5. Yeah, I might. Oh, I stand corrected. Hold on, it's. 
Oh, no, no, never mind. It's, it's something else. Um, Yeah, no, there's not like... I don't think there's a collection that has all the Alice Kid games. No, no, no. But That's did, what I'm talking about. They yeah. did re-release the first they one. They have, yes. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah, because I thought I saw something, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that was the first time Alex Kidd had been re had been released since mm-hmm. 1990, yeah, when the seriously. last one came in, which was Alex Kidd and Shinobi World. <laughs> yeah, um, and that actually that books. actually showed up on the Wii Virtual Console too. It did. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So. so, all right, all right, very cool, very cool. Well, uh, my choice for this week's game of the week and mine is Nintendo. Uh, it isn't well Super Nintendo to be exact, but only Ooh, because. Okay. Of even though when this episode drops, it's already post what's happening. But I figure uh, because this weekend is or was the Royal Rumble, it is not a WWE game, but it is a wrestling game and a wrestling game. I never really paid much attention to. Oh, interesting. Um, But I, I do have a copy and I want to now with game of the week, able to deep dive into it. Saturday Night Slam Masters. Very nice. I have a copy of that also. Yep. All right, good choice. But, good choice. Uh, yeah, so the Super Nintendo version. So check that out. We'll talk more about that next week. All right, Larry, it is time for some retro news. We're going to jump right. into retro news really quickly. This episode seems to be going long. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, it's not like we're on TV. No. So um, we'll go through a couple of quick retro birthdays. Um, the first retro birthday comes from 2004 this week. So 20th retro birthday. Uh, and this is on the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, releases of Pokemon Leaf Green and Fire Red. Ooh, do these have guns? I don't think so. Okay, no, no that's no. a um, <laughs> the whole that's a whole other game that Pokemon's not happy with. <laughs> uh, oh wow! All right, Leaf Green and um, what was the other one again? Fire Red. Fire Red. Yes. How could I forget? Uh, basically, re-releases of the original, the yep. original two. Um, yeah, series I never got into, but obviously. It didn't need me. Um, awesome to hear, though. Awesome to hear. Yep. So 20th anniversary of those. And then uh, my cat is running around like crazy. <laughs> um, and then uh, 25th retro birthday. And this one's a more solid one for us. Okay. Uh, 25th retro birthday came out in 1999 on the Sony PlayStation. The first Silent Hill is 25 years old. This Wow. Week. The original is 25. Oof. The original is 25 years old. Okay. okay. I know now there's all, you know, we have all these talks going on. The the re-releases are coming. I just re-masters. actually, I just saw uh, real quick about Silent Hill um, on the PlayStation 5. Uh, it's called PlayStation Core, I think it's called, or mm-hmm. Sony something core. Basically, it's their version of, um, you know, watching movies, digital movies. Mm-hmm. And they have a like an eight or ten episodic Silent Hill that came out two years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think it's free to watch. Oh, should definitely watch it then. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I literally just saw it the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, something for us to look into. Yep. All right. Uh, there wasn't a ton of retro game news this week, so I'll run through them pretty quickly. Okay. Um, a couple of them were some uh, collabs, uh, collaborations that mm-hmm. um, Nintendo is doing. Um, one, uh, first one is um, Nintendo has teamed up with Capri Sun. You know the Capri Sun drinks? <laughs> How do you not know Capri Sun? Okay. All right. So I used to love those things. Oh, my God. Um, so they never te- get the straw in there. Uh, I know. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> they've teamed up with Capri Sun for a special Slurp to Win contest where you can win a Switch OLED. And the Capri Ooh. Sun packs uh, uh, drinks... The packaging for them are the actual Nintendo Switch game covers for Animal Crossing, Mario Kart 8, and Pikmin 4. That's awesome. 
So the Slurp to Win competition op- is open now until March 31st. And I find Capri Sun's website for the details. I find it very weird. I have to put my age in on a Capri Sun website. I get why. I just well, find because it weird. People, because crazy people our age are going to be trying to win this thing. I get it. Like, I'm just trying keeps, to do it right now. Just keep slurping. All right, moving on. <laughs> Um, the other thing that I read, and this one, unfortunately, is only available in the UK and Ireland. So oh, it's not often if, you hear that. I know if there was ever a reason for me to book a trip to Ireland again, it would be now. <laughs> but uh, Pac-Man has teamed up with Oreo for a new promotion, offering okay. a, offering a chance to win a bunch of prizes Mm-hmm. And the grand prize is a trip for two to Tokyo, Larry. Ooh. So if we want to go to Tokyo. Okay. So it includes an opportunity to be entered into prize draw for Tokyo, or you can scoop up some limited edition prizes like a Pac-Man arcade cabinet, mm-hmm. a mini Pac-Man arcade machine, or a Pac-Man key ring game. Oh, wow. Uh, you have to buy the Oreo Pac-Man cookies that are currently in stores between now and April 24th. Wait a minute. There's now Oreo Pac-Man cookies. There are Oreo Pac-Man cookies. We just got through the Nintendo ones. I know. And it looks like one of the cookies is actually a Pac-Man. So it's like, it's, it's not a circle. Cut it's cut oh in. Oh my God. It's cut I in. need this. Okay. I think it's cut in. So um, once you get a packet of the uh, Pac-Man cookies, you scan the QR code to figure out if you won any of the prizes. You can also scan any of the special Pac-Man themed cookies to launch launch a mobile version of the Pac-Man game. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yes. So, and once you play that game and achieve a score of 300, you get into the prize drawing for Japan. I just found the the Pac-Man cookie. This thing looks amazing. Yep. You're going to order some, aren't you? I might have to. Yeah, that could be fun. It won't be fun for my waistline, but you know. (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, moving on to other news. Um, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, specifically theatrically. Mortal oh. Kombat. The Mortal Kombat 2 movie has officially wrapped filming. Oh, ooh, okay. So it is in the can. It's th- That's a wrap. We're going to yeah. get ready to see that hopefully sometime this year, I think. That'd be nice. Um, and I'm really excited to see it. Uh, I'm curious to see um, uh, Carl Urban playing. Yeah. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Yep. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun, uh, that'll be a, definitely fun to see. So looking Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Because that. that first one, well, not the first one, but the one that came out in 2020 or 2021, I enjoyed oh. that Mortal Kombat. That was a really good one. Yeah, that was a really good one. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. I actually want to go back and see it again. Yep. Um, okay, a uh, little bit on the sad news side, but nothing really surprising. Um, April 8th, 2024 will mark the end of Nintendo 3DS and Wii U online play. So anybody, oh, yes, yes. Anybody who's still playing online on your 3DS or Wii U, April 8th, that's it. I don't even, I'm kind of shocked who would be. I mean, look, everything's got to come to an end eventually. Yeah, that's, that's no big deal, but I can't imagine a ton of people still playing. Well, I mean, people still play online on their 360s, right? Some, it depends, it depends if the game's still. Capable. That's what I mean. If it's still no. available, like you but can. But to, to, to have enough to maintain the servers is what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. exactly. So but all right. The, April that. 8th. Yep. WrestleMania. Uh, let's see. A uh, few other Nintendo things. Um, F-099, which, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they released online. Apparently uh, this, or last week, I should say. Last week, they added secret tracks, private lobbies, and more. 
I told you when F zero 99 originally dropped, you were like, Oh, you can't do private games. That's stupid. Who's going to play this? And I said, wait, watch. Eventually it will come out. And what happened? Eventually it came out. Yeah. But that took too long. See, I'm not playing it anymore. (laughs) So now we can start playing it. Yes, we can. So private lobbies, which are great. So then we can play with just us. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all down for that. Cool. Um, secret tracks have been added that will occasionally appear. Interesting. Um, maximum level and skill rating for players have increased. I guess okay. people people hit level 99. People maxing out. All right. Uh, and then they added a badge that can be used to customize your pilot cards. Ooh, so okay. So some fun fun additions there if you play F zero ninety nine. Very cool. Um, so a couple of rumors. Rumors. Uh, a couple. A uh, couple of rumors to um talk about here okay um there is a rumor going around that nintendo is going to be remaking legend of zelda oracle of seasons and oracle of ages Ooh, which would be interesting that'd be very Uh, interesting i know now i i own both of those on game boy color and I started playing ages a long time ago and I, mm-hmm. on my retro freak and never finished it. Um, <laughs> but I was enjoying it and I want to go back to it. So um, really interesting to see. And I'm wondering if they're going to go the Link's Awakening route with them. That'd be pretty interesting because that would be fun. I'd like to see him combine them into one giant game. Oh, that could be cool. Too. Because I, I started playing them because they're available also on the Nintendo Switch online Game Boy. Mm-hmm. both of them and i got through seasons and then put the code in to go to ages but what i didn't realize is and it's probably a lot easier when when you have the physical cartridges on hand on two separate game boys mm-hmm. but there even after you beat one game then you link it to the next one there's yeah. still a lot of back and forth to do between the two games and you're just passing codes back and forth so mm-hmm. to see both of those into one large epic game yeah. that'd be really cool but well it if they release it on one switch, you know, SD mm-hmm. card, you it you can it'll pro you know it'll well, that's what I'm remo- saying. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll obviously yeah. remove that thing. Yeah. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't. It wouldn't make any sense. But you know, if Nintendo wants to double dip. So the old ID Aller. Yep. Um, here's another uh interesting thing that just happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um Nintendo just filed a new trademark. Oh. Um, but for an old, for an old franchise that we just uh, played recently, they just filed a new trademark for Star Fox. Really? So people are wondering if there is a Star Fox game maybe being planned in the near future. Better not be another so, ninety nine. Not sure about it, but uh, we'll see what happens. They okay. filed well. well and it's weird too because they filed the new trademark for Star Fox in Brazil, and I don't know why they would do that in Brazil. <laughs> so okay. But we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe somebody was uh, pirating in Brazil. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then last but not least, this is a follow up to a story I had a um, few months, a uh, few months ago. Oh, wow. Quick. Uh, awesome yes. games done quick. Oof. OK. <laughs> they A couple months ago, they invited everybody to a stream where they were going to have their uh, Shiba Inu named oh, Peanut yeah. Butter beat Gyromite. I remember this. Yep. Well, uh, unfortunately, we missed it, but it did take place uh, on January sixteenth, uh, I think. Uh, okay. But it took pl- it took place a week or two ago, and Peanut Butter did in fact beat Gyromite on live stream. Way to go, Peanut kind of, Butter! Which is kind of awesome. So good for Peanut Butter. Um, you can <laughs> watch the video on YouTube, which is great. Um, 
And it's it's good to know that there's a dog out there who's beaten a game I haven't. <laughs> I didn't know Gyromite was technically beatable, but okay. Uh, yeah, it, was, it, was. it is beatable. Yeah. And that completes retro news for this week. All right, excellent. Well, then we will wrap this all up. And I ask just one more thing from you. Where can they find us? You guys can find us on Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube and Spotify at Retro Gamers Podcast. And you can email us at email at theretrogamers.com. And with that, we're going to call it and have a wonderful week. You have a wonderful week as well. And we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Virtual Boy Sucks. (laughs) 